We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. New Year to yeah, you, John. It's a little, little, little past New Year, but this is the first episode of 2019 of Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. Basics. I am Pastor Jolly John Lekumski, uh from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois, and... And I am Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And I noticed that in your... your by the way, I wish everyone could have received Matt's uh, Christmas letter. <laughs> it was kind of like set up... <laughs> was that supposed to be like Jeopardy? Was that the idea? That was the idea. <laughs> okay. But I noticed on there you questioned... Your current nickname is Youngblood. Now that you're getting older, <laughs> I know. How long is this going to last? So yeah, Youngblood is not not my my you know given name or my mom's maiden name or anything. No, Whereas that's mine a, that's is. Just a People don't know that. That's actually my name, Jolly. Jolly is your legal <laughs> name. Legal yes, name. little yes. known fact. <laughs> So, yeah, how, how long can I milk this young blood bit? <laughs> no, you're getting but, little. But then, yeah, I was thinking, hey, well, I, I'm also, I've got the leap year baby thing going for me. Oh, that's right, so, too. Yeah, so so I can always fall back on that. That, yeah, young because I've only had a, you know, a limited yeah, number of birthdays. Actually take it and divide it by four. And that exactly. would be your actual age. <laughs> so that's so your enough. son's older than you are. Your daughter. He is. Yeah, they both passed me up. <laughs> yeah, to Anna's great delight, she passed dad up. She's 11 and I'm. I'm going on 10, 10. in 2020, <laughs> next year. <laughs> good, good. So, so did you have a good Christmas, good New it Year? It was a great Christmas. Yeah. We really had a nice time. We're blessed to have both sides of the family here in St. Louis, which makes it nice. Uh, kind of makes it busy over some holidays, but, but boy, just so thankful to be able to see my folks and then Lisa and my wife's parents, too. So it was good. <laughs> I'm sure your family is glad to hear that. Yeah, everybody's here. It makes it busy. <laughs> I gotta got to see everybody. Well, we got to make the rounds. Everyone wants to see the grandkids. Oh, sure. the they don't care about us, do they? No, no. Once you got kids, the grandkids. Uh, we, on the other hand, had to travel to Minnesota uh, to see oh, Lynn's side of the Minnesota. family. Yeah, we had a great time here with my my, my kids, and, and I just had to share with people. So it was negative seven while we were in Minnesota. And and the weatherman said, and I don't think this has ever been said in the St. Louis area by any weatherman, but the weatherman said, yeah, tomorrow's going to be really nice. It's going to be 25. It's <laughs> <laughs> a heat wave. Watch out. So. A Minnesota heat wave. Oh, jeez. So, so because uh, the station took a little break there with the 12 days of Christmas, hope you heard our uh, uh, our favorite things that was being broadcast. Yeah, are we going to sing songs from uh, Sound of Music every episode now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I didn't hear a great so, clamoring for more singing. <laughs> well, and our, our show is so long, farewell, you know, that so a long, little bit. <laughs> farewell. We'll have to work on that. 
<laughs> but 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 anyway, so we missed Epiphany. We didn't get to do our Epiphany episode, so that's what we're going to do this week and maybe even next week. Uh, so tell us, what in the world is the Epiphany anyway, Matt? Why would we even be considering the Epiphany? You don't want to forget about Epiphany, right? Yeah. It's important to us as, as Gentiles, a couple of Gentile guys yeah, here in the studio right. and many of our here. listeners. Yeah. yeah. So Epiphany is that time where, among other things, we remember, hey, that Jesus came not just for the Jews, but yeah. he also came for the Gentiles, those non-Jews, in other words. He came for the whole world, for the Goyim, the nations, yes. right? Um, he came for all people, Savior of the nations, and we rejoice in that. And how do we know that? Well, because God revealed himself, revealed his son to the nations. And one example is with the coming of the wise men or the, the major, is the major or magi? It's magi. Okay. Come magi. on, Matt. Okay, yes. We've, Lynn set us straight. Lynn's listening. Like on an annual basis, magi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. it's going to sink in one of these days. Um, when they come, certainly from a foreign land, yet God leads them very intentionally to his son. Uh, to show that, yes, this one has come for them as well. And 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 the thing is, I don't know if we realize what a major shift in, in mindset that was, because really at the beginning, everyone thought it was going to be a Jewish religion. Even Christianity would be a Jewish religion. Mary and Joseph were Jews. The little baby was a Jew. I hope people know that. He was circumcised. Uh, the, the, the shepherds on Christmas uh, who hear the angels and come to the manger, they're all Jewish shepherds. So the fact that you've got these three foreigners who show up, uh, but even they want to worship the king of the Jews. Isn't you know? that interesting? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we just don't understand what a major shift that wasn't thinking that no no it's not really just for the jews and, and see that's and we'll, we'll i'm gonna do you want to do something about joseph you said in terms of the epiphany yes i want to share with what paul has to say about the epiphany in ephesians 3 oh very good uh, because it is it's just this thing that no one knew before that actually no it was always supposed to be gentiles that that was always the plan it wasn't like just the jews and you might get in later like a rahab or a, a, a ruth you might come in as a second class citizen but no, it was always god's plan to bring it to all the gentiles so this is not a plan b this is this is plan a yeah yeah, yeah. so what about this you said because so matt and i are talking over the holidays and well let's do epiphany and matt by the way says well i'd like to see how joseph ties in how to Take it away. I don't know. How does Joseph fit in with the Epiphany? Okay, well, I, I thought it'd be kind of fun to look at. Okay, a little bit of Christmas, a little bit of Epiphany. Okay. Uh, kind of through that context of Joseph. Because they're, they're, I think, somewhat familiar stories to many of our listeners. Yeah. But, okay, what about what about through kind of through the eyes of Joseph? Oh, what, right. what does that look like? Because Joseph is this interesting figure. When you read that Christmas account, he's there, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, you read about Epiphany and, and the Magi the Magi coming to visit. Man, you close. Okay. To visit Jesus. Yourself. Yeah. And guess what? Joseph, Joseph is, is there. there. Um, but but what does he have to say? What is When you read through the Gospels, what does Joseph have to say verbally on Christmas and Epiphany? I don't think he said anything, did he? Does he just kind of stand at the side and twiddle his thumbs? and <laughs> Doesn't say a word. You know, that's not that he didn't speak, but scriptures don't record no. a single solitary word throughout Joseph's whole life. It's the story of my life at home, too. <laughs> No one cares what dad says. <laughs> so these go so, to mom. <laughs> so it's it's uh, this silent figure, okay, uh, in the account of Christmas and the Epiphany. So so what what's going on with Joseph here? So we we've got that going on. I think the other way to look at Joseph through Christmas and Epiphany is um, nothing he plans 
really happens, right? <laughs> kind of like, Again, the story like of Pastor my John, life. too, right? That's right. So, so everything that Joseph plans, kind of like a you know Chevy Chase on his vacation movies or something, <laughs> um, nothing goes according to Joseph's plans time and time again. So I wanted to just look through that. Uh, w- what's the deal with Joseph? What does Christmas Epiphany look like through Joseph? That sounds All right. fun to me. So okay. where, where do you want Good to deal. start? Well, let's start with, with where Scripture starts. So the, okay. the Scriptures will we'll get ready with uh, Matthew chapter 1, uh, verse 20. But before that, to, to lay the groundwork here, Scripture starts with talking about Joseph as um, a, a tecton, is the Greek word. Tecton? Yes. So what's what's a tecton? It's a profession. So we call them, usually in our, our English Bibles, it des- what does it describe Joseph? Carpenter? As a carpenter, yeah. Really? That's what it, I didn't well, know Well, that. tecton, though, is yeah. bro- the actual Greek word is a little broader than okay. that. So tradesman, we might say. Okay, okay. Someone who worked with his hands. So, yeah, probably. IT guy? IT. Tech? Tech? <laughs> tecton, yeah. If you, have, yeah. If you had internet trouble in, in Nazareth, he was your man, right? <laughs> Uh, no, not, not quite. Not quite, so, okay. So, Tecton, yeah, someone who works with their hands, okay? Okay. So, yeah, probably most likely a carpenter, but maybe a, a mason, stone worker, maybe all the above. Maybe yep. just a, a builder, maybe a general term Jack for what Joseph trades. did. Jack of yeah. all trades. So, that's that's who Joseph is, and he's also someone who's betrothed, okay? So, he's this carpenter tradesman who's betrothed to be married to to marry. Right. So, again, betrothal, as many of our listeners may know, uh, is that time before the official marriage? Yeah, it's more than just the engagement we're used to. Tantamount right? to marriage was the term that was used. That's the only time marriage. I've ever heard the word tantamount <laughs> used. But the fact was, if you were betrothed, you you were getting married. That's what what it would yeah. require. Yeah. 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 So they were virtually, I mean, legally, virtually, virtually <laughs> married. What's the, what's the word to use? Tantamount. 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 Yes. Okay. Thank you. So. so for for a lot of practical purposes, we, we'd say married. However, um, they did not yet live together. No, they didn't no. share a bed together. No, um, and nothing consummated. No, at this point. that's right. So not fully married. But yet again, yeah, more than any, just what we might think of as an engagement. But, today. Well, and, and again, as the text points out, legally they would have had to get a divorce. Yes, yes, yes good yeah, point. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too that betrothal period lasted uh, nine months or a little more. Really? <laughs> so oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If for, okay. for reason, so that oh, yeah, yeah, is that yeah, right? So, so okay. th- just to make sure that, yeah. that maybe the the, the the spouse wasn't expecting or is anything. Is that right? Okay. And, and guess what? Yeah, she that's is. exactly what happens, she is right? Expecting. So Joseph finds out Mary is with child, and he knows it's not himself, right? Certain of that. So he just assumes like. Probably any of us would. Right. Mary's been unfaithful, right? How else could it be? Yeah. So again, is things don't go according to his plans, right? His plan was to get married, maybe have a little carpenter business in uh, <laughs> in in the the sleepy little town of, of Nazareth, Nazareth and uh, go on with life. But wait a second, Mary's pregnant, so. Really, two options here, right? Yeah. The first option is he expose her, but that could mean have her stoned to death. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's I know right. that's yeah, one. At option. least according to a strict observance yeah. of the Jewish law, yeah. that would mean not just death, but by stoning. Boy, what a way to go! Yeah, you remember the Pharisees dragging in that that yeah, woman yeah, caught in the yeah. midst of adultery? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we stone her or not? Moses says we should stone her. What do you think, Jesus? Yeah, yeah that would have been Mary. Yeah. Uh, option number two is divorce her quietly to have. This compassion for Mary that Joseph sure seems to have because that's he's the option a righteous he goes man, with, right? Yeah. He is a righteous man. Yeah, that's how the Bible describes yeah. him. So he decides to divorce her quietly, and 
and you know, sort of just go on with life, right? But again, things don't go according to Joseph's plans. <laughs> and you know who keeps messing up Joseph's plans? It's God. It's angels, isn't it? It's, it's somebody yeah. from, yeah. It's not Mary. It's not God no. keeps messing with Joseph's yeah. plans. I guess again, Joseph, that's not about your plan. It's about my plan, right? Yeah. So so the first time we see that, perhaps, is in Matthew 1, verses 20 to 22. Okay. If you want to read that, John. Right. So, so God keeps sending angels to Joseph, usually in a dream, to mess with his plan. <laughs> okay, so here's one instance of that. But but as he, uh, Joseph, considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All right. <laughs> So that was definitely not according to the plan. Is this baby, all right, Mary has been unfaithful, conceived by the Holy Spirit, however that works, whatever that means. Yeah. But it does mean that this child is the son of God, right? Um, and then this child's going to be special, right? Be called Jesus, not, not Joseph Jr., because he's going to save his people from their sins. Incredible. So again, Joseph, I, you can only imagine what's going through his head. This isn't a corner of his plan. So much for being a quiet carpenter. <laughs> he's now going to be the foster father, the earthly father of the son of God and be the protector, the provider for this savior who's coming into the world. I mean, that's just, it, it's, it's mind blowing uh, well, what Joseph is being called to do here. And, and, and you just made me have a thought that I never thought of before. I forgot they were already betrothed before the angel Gabriel comes to Mary, right? Yeah. Neither of them have any idea what's going on here. They yeah. are just planning a normal, happy well, yeah, life together. Sure. And then all of a sudden, everything is turned topsy turvy. And it yeah. just occurred to me wow, doesn't that happen to us a lot of times? We're just going along doing our daily business. And all of a sudden, something totally unexpected, sometimes for good, sometimes for evil, because there's a lot of evil in what's going on here, too. It's not just all happiness and, yes. and joy. Uh, but maybe it is kind of good to remember God's the one calling the shots, though. That's right. We, we were never calling the shots. We thought we were, but we never were. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I, I think especially as we look at this account, first episode of the new year, yeah. like you said earlier, in 2019, we've probably got plans. I've yes, got some we do. plans. Our yes. listeners have we, plans. We just bought a house, by the way, in Minnesota. Well, congratulations. We've we've got big plans. John's got real big plans. He's got cold plans. <laughs> Love that negative seven. We got to have a house up yeah, here. Your winter home in, in Minnesota. <laughs> right. uh, but, but to keep in mind, and I think this this really comes through in Joseph's account that that our plans. Yeah, no, it's okay to plan, but but to, with the understanding that wait a second here, we're not the one calling the shots. You know, the Lord is the one who's in control. The Lord is the one who has a plan for us, even. Well, that's the thing. That's what just excited me. So we got this young couple. They're just doing their Jewish thing, and we're going to be betrothed and all that. And little did they know, oh, God has got some wonderful, wonderful things in store for them that might not coincide with their coincide rather with with their plans. It definitely don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's no. exciting. Know that for everyone listening, God's got some really fantastic plans, well beyond anything you might have imagined. But they might not coincide with what you've got planned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, I mean, these plans are greater than anything yeah. that Joseph oh, yeah. could have dreamed of. Would you it, have ever thought, I, we're going to be the parents of the Son of God, the Savior of the world? No, no one not. would have ever dreamt yeah. that. No. Yeah, and, and even sometimes, I think, too, a little word of law maybe yeah. in our own lives, when our plans maybe are not 
that all not that yeah. wholesome. Maybe yeah. our plans aren't according to God's will. Maybe they're sort of selfish plans sometimes. But well, God's got a plan for us here too. And maybe, maybe we need to listen to what He has to say. Maybe not in an angel in a dream, but maybe what he's saying to us in his word and the clarity of what our plans should be. Angel simply means messenger. Exactly. And I I think as we hear Joseph's story to realize the Lord doesn't speak to us any less today. No. (laughs) No. You know, it it may not be through that angel in that dream again, but he speaks to us through the word. And it's just as certain as the word spoken here to Joseph. Well, and to me, it, it's more certain because I have dreams all the time and yep. I don't wake up go. and think that's going to change my life because yep. I had some crazy dream about you being in your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you were doing in my church in your pajamas, I have no idea, but, you know, that's... The, but, but yeah, the word, this is the word of God. This is this is the, yeah. the real thing. Yes. Yeah, Even coming from a couple of wacky guys like Yeah, us. yeah, they want a yeah. comfort, right? Yeah. All right. Good. I mean, just so much good stuff here. So, so okay, things aren't going as planned, but but the plans change again yeah. because here's the deal: um, they find out they need to to leave town, right? Uh, leave Nazareth and go to yeah. that little town of Bethlehem. Uh, Joseph, of course, of the house and line of David, King David, uh, Caesar Augustus, having a census, and uh, in order to just know how much money he needs to collect from people, right? Yeah. What, 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 what's his income here? Uh, yeah. um, so because of this this pagan Caesar, 1,500 miles away in Rome, they are uprooted and go to Bethlehem. Now, I suppose Mary maybe didn't have to go with Joseph, you know, because... It, you know, Joseph is the guy, and, yeah. you know, he's the one that needs to be counted. But Mary goes, maybe it's because of the nosy neighbors in Nazareth, you know, noticing <laughs> she's pregnant. That's but, right. But, Counting, hey, they haven't been betrothed that long, have they? Um, yeah. But they make that journey to Bethlehem together, um, and, and and that's where the baby's born. That's where the Savior's born. Now, but but again, things don't go don't go way. according to yeah. plan. Now, we said, wait a second, that's, that's God's doing. God's the one who keeps messing up the plans. This was Caesar, not God saying this. But wait a second. Maybe God is working through Caesar to do this, to bring it to pass. You know, I always thought that that was, and I don't mean to to steal your thunder, but I always thought that was probably the comfort to Mary that actually, yeah, we shouldn't be in Nazareth. I I know that prophecy about Bethlehem. Okay. Oh, all right. So we are going to Bethlehem. All right. That. That makes sense because that's what the prophet had said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She knows her Old Testament scriptures, right? She's a Jewish young woman. Yeah. And and for her, maybe it is that comfort to know, okay, this is coming to pass. The the, the Messiah is going to be born in Bethlehem and and God's providing us a way to be there, right? Yeah. So they make the trip, you know, likely in her third trimester of pregnancy. And, and you know, again, not in Joseph's plans originally. <laughs> they get there. There's no room, no room in the inn. And of course, it's it's not a motel like we think of, but maybe a guest room. And the word that's used there is actually the same word that's used for upper room. Yes, uh, for, where they have for the, the supper, they have the, the Lord's supper. supper. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, yeah. instead, it's like someone coming to your house, no room in the guest room. So you give me your garage. And that's kind of what happened here. <laughs> They're in the barn, the garage with the animals. You know? Anytime you want to come and visit us up in Minnesota, <laughs> we have a two-car garage. All right. Be plenty of room Great. for you. We only got one car. <laughs> Is it heated? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, jeez. So uh, anyway, of course, we know what takes place. You know, again, uh, it's 
Probably not according yeah. to Joseph's plan, right? That this baby be born in a barn, laid in a manger. Doesn't even have a chance to build a cradle for the kid <laughs> as a carpenter, right? And uh, that's the way it goes. But again, yeah, it's, it's God's plan. This humble birth, uh, not just for Joseph's son, but for his son. Yeah, but see, see that's what I'm thinking. So I, I'm Mary, and I'm thinking, okay, all right, this is exactly what the prophet said. We need to be in Bethlehem. But it didn't say anything about laying your baby in a manger. There was nothing Lord, about that. That was in the, 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 <laughs> no. the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the deal here? Yeah. Well, that, that that's what comes to pass. Okay. And we kind of fast forward a few months then, of course. And here we go to Epiphany, finally yeah. getting there. Uh, and again, something unplanned. These unexpected, unplanned visitors come from a far-off land, obviously wealthy. Uh, they, they knock on Mary and Joseph's front door, <laughs> and they do something probably very unplanned. Yeah. They bow down, worship this toddler, uh, and they present him with these gifts, of course, gold and frankincense of Mary, very costly gifts. Um, and again, you know, totally unplanned by Joseph, no, unexpected. No, no. And these visitors take off, and then something else unexpected happens. Uh, Joseph has another dream. The oh, Lord yeah. talks to him, yeah. and this time the dream is more like a nightmare, yeah. right? So let's uh, read Matthew 2, verse 13. Okay. Now, when they had departed, that is the uh, Magi, uh, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Yeah. Wow. You know, that, that Herod, this maniac, this paranoid uh, ruler is always worried about someone taking his crown. Uh, he's going to try to search out this child and destroy him. He's just crazy enough to do it. So Joseph, that, that night, in the middle of the night, yeah. Takes off. You know, you can imagine him grabbing his carpenter tools, the, the gifts of the wise men, heads for Egypt. And uh, again, that's that would be something unexpected. Uh, but yet that's part of God's plan. And, and even in Egypt at that time, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I was reading how there was more Jews in Alexandria, Egypt at this time than in Jerusalem. Really? So maybe even family to stay with. Who knows? I never heard that. Yeah, that's kind of a neat twist. Okay. So there, there's Jews there, perhaps even family. God certainly has provided for them something better than travelers, Chuck. Yep. He's given them these gifts from the Magi to help yep. pay the way. So God provides for them even here. And, of course, we, we don't forget even that as part of God's plan, the, the Old Testament scriptures, that his son is going to be called out of Egypt. So even that's a part of God's plan, too. So again and again, Joseph makes plans and God just, God changes them. <laughs> but you got to, you know, you got to, you know, you know, thank God for Joseph. I mean, he could have, when you think about it, he could have walked out any time. You know, forget this. Oh, that was that was his plan at the beginning. This yeah, worth it. Call it yeah. Quits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but instead, he takes on that super special vocation of the father of the Savior, the earthly father, the guardian of Jesus, and he does just that. He guards, he protects, he provides for Jesus. Uh, so just, I, I think it's it's neat to look at that through the eyes of Joseph and and. Perhaps one of the main things to keep in mind is what we had just talked about, that in our own lives as we make plans to know that in the midst of it all, God is in control. And that's not a bad thing, right? That's that's the most comforting of things, that God is in control. God has a plan. And ultimately, that plan for every single one of us is centered in that, that child that yep. Joseph cared for in Jesus Christ, that plan of salvation that God brings to pass through people like Mary and Joseph and that he... He brings to pass in our lives through the cross and through the the empty tomb. You know, and, and the thing that occurs to me as you're talking about that, Matt. Uh, see, see, we understand what's going to happen, and so it all makes sense to us. But, but I like what you said there because I'm really thinking, even if I'm Joseph and I've had a dream, there's probably part of me that says, "Oh no, this is just crazy." 
because there was no anticipation that there was going to be anything like this going on. Of course, there is the virgin passage, mm-hmm. but again, I, if, if I'm a young, I don't think any young couple out there would be thinking, "Oh yeah, maybe that we'll, might be no. me." <laughs> yeah, uh, um, uh, but but that whole term of him being a righteous man, I think you're right. That's what righteous men do. They they, they encounter all these curveballs that we didn't anticipate. Some of them good, like people coming and giving us gold, frankincense, and myrrh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and some of them bad, <laughs> like oh, we got to flee in the middle of the night, or we don't have any place to to, to lay our baby. And 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 yet, all right. I'm still going to do what God has called me to do, which is just to love and to care for people, because it's it's His plan. You're right. Yeah, and I think you know we talked about Joseph being the kind of the silent father through all this. Yeah. Um, we can be thankful that our Father in Heaven isn't silent, right? Oh, that, yeah. that He does speak to us, just as He spoke to Joseph. But He speaks to us through that written word, and we have that uh, God's plan laid out for us right there as we enter the new year. Well, it's good to have you back, Matt. Good to be back myself, and we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Wrestling Wrestling with with the the Basics. Basics.